This is Bulls Beat on the Unlimited Unloaded page. Wednesday afternoon, and it was dramatic. Hopefully you saw the video. If not, it was on the USF Women's Golf Twitter page, and of course I retweeted it. The team reacting to learning that for the first time since 2012, they're going to the NCAA tournament, and indeed they are. It was not a certainty. We told you on Wednesday's show that they were in the 57th spot in the golf stat rankings, and as it turned out, what happened in the Big Ten tournament is what got the Bulls into the NCAA as Minnesota stayed right behind the Bulls. There was a chance with a late surge in that tournament that they were going to jump USF, and there was one last hidden set, not hidden, it was known to the committee, but no one else knew it, computation of the rankings that spat out And would the Bulls be in that final 57th spot? Nebraska actually almost slid underneath them, but stayed just ahead of them. And that UNLV team that we said slid underneath the Bulls on Wednesday, that was incorrect. The golf week rankings had the Rebels underneath the Bulls and USF in the 55 spot. But the golf stat rankings, which are the ones that count, had the Bulls in the very last spot. So you knew, considering there are six regionals, 12 teams in each, that their name was probably going to have a 10 next to it, but that really doesn't matter. It's not like an NCAA tournament where it's, you know, the one against the 16. It's everybody playing at once, and they're going to be playing in Palm Beach, which was the next-to-last regional announced. It was something else, and the reaction was just phenomenal. It was fun because, as I said on Twitter, you know, you had Steve Bradley, whose men's team, for the first time in a decade, is not going. Again, this is the first time the women are going in more than a decade, was clapping just along with everybody else former golf coach and he's a big administrator on campus with all the events Jim Fee everybody was thrilled Michael Kelly of course head coach Erica Brennan and Dalton Stevens some of them had more casual reactions but not the players man they were all fired up and you're about to hear from a couple of them the Bulls will be headed to indeed Palm Beach where LSU is the number one seed they're third in the country and that was the somewhat agonizing part each of the regionals got announced on the golf channel and you had the number one seed get featured and unlike an ncaa tournament like basketball bracket where the matchups are announced two teams at a time this was 12 names on the screen and you were hoping that south florida was one of them and it was hopefully you saw the video excellent corresponding words on GoUSFBulls.com from head coach erica brennan saying it was the ultimate validation of the way we try to do things which is not the easy way. You can do it quicker if you take shortcuts. When Coach Stevens and I got here, we were both committed to the fact that we were going to do it in a way that was sustainable. Every year that we have been building, this has been building to this moment. And this was the team that the amount of adversity, the amount of grief, the amount of really heavy life stuff that these girls have shared experiences over is really what allowed for them to have this mountaintop moment. And incidentally, when you hear my conversation with Elise Vidal, you're going to understand a little bit about what she's referring to there. But just a little bit more on what got the Bulls into this position after their second event. And this is going back to last fall. And unlike some sports, tennis, for example, where they have a fall and a spring season, but the fall really doesn't count, the fall does. And they were 15th out of 18 teams. And that was hurtful. But the next three events, they finished in third place, including a big one, in Miami. In fact, only once all year did they finish outside of the top six. And again, it's not head to head like in pretty much every other sport. If you finish, say for example, in their season finale, fourth out of 18, it's considered that you went 14 and three. Now, I learned a lot about this. Depends on where your opponents are ranked. If you finish, say, ahead of two ranked opponents, but behind one unranked opponent, you're going to go up and only so much. 
the Bulls started to inch up those national rankings just to the point where they were on the bubble, and that alone was news. And if they had finished ahead of any of the ranked teams, there were four of them at the conference tournament, they would have had an easier time, but they finished basically where they're ranked in fifth place out of 10, so there was a little bit of a hint of uncertainty, and now that is gone. Love the fact that you hear everybody you're about to hear from rejoice in the moment, discuss what that celebration was like and the reaction to it was like, but then move on to the next thing, which is next weekend, May 8th through the 10th. LSU, as I mentioned, is the top seed in the regional. You don't have to beat LSU. You have to beat, well, seven of the 12 teams who are after LSU in order of rankings. Texas, Northwestern, UCF is the fourth seed at the Palm Beach Gardens Regional based on being ranked 19th in the country. Then it's Duke, which has won the regional 10 times and, oh yeah, won the national championship back in 2019. Michigan State, Cal, Arkansas, Alabama, then USF, Penn, which got the automatic by winning the Ivy, and Quinnipiac, which got the Metro Atlantic Conference title. There are also six individuals playing at Palm Beach Gardens. Again, last year, Melanie Green finished 27th at that Tallahassee Regional, and Elise Vidal, who was, of course, a big transfer pickup for the Bulls, playing for Kennesaw State, was 12th last year, both as individuals, to advance to the NCAA Championships as a team, Last year, top four, they've expanded the field. This year, top five, so there are 30 teams that are going to advance. And from each of the six regionals, the best individual, not on an advancing team, also gets to go to Arizona. So it's a much better situation if you are an individual. And the top individual for the Bulls last year in this, Melanie Green, averages 70.83 per round. Then it was really, this is what's important, right? You have everybody else averaging between 73 and just a shade above 74 in order. Lauren Heinlein, who you're going to hear from next week. Juliana Camargo, same. And then Elise Vidal and Leonor Medeiros. Let's go with the top golfer for the Bulls and also MC. We spoke about that Stampede of Champions, and boy, all of the different sports on Twitter put out some cool videos and photos from the event on Tuesday night. Well, Melanie Green is multi-talented. She's a very good communicator, not just a golfer. And she was actually one of the MCs for that event. But in this case, we're pretty much sticking to golf. As her team, not just she, her entire team is going to the tournament. And this actually begins a couple of seconds before the official interview because, well, they're goofing around a little bit, maybe not. And Zay is short for Elise Vidal and DS. That would be the other DS, is assistant coach Dalton Stephen. Okay, here we go. Dude. <laughs> As we're starting this with MG, Melanie Green, she's giving one of her teammates some stuff. I guess it's just everything feels better, everything feels more enjoyable. I know you give your teammates crap on a normal day, but how much different does it feel today? Um, today it's actually funny because we're all kind of stressing with school a little bit, but um, you know, as finals weeks starts to come to a close, but um, I mean, we're all excited to get, you know, back into it. I think um, all of us are not looking at regionals as a finish line. We're looking at it as just a stepping stone to get to nationals. So um, I think we're all starting to get even more dedicated to, you know, do our due diligence going into this tournament. So, yeah, we're all really excited and all, as you can hear from that, there's a lot of competition going on already in practice and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's just a really exciting week and a half leading up. Yeah, well, before we get more into that, I'm, I'm looking at you're mentioning competition. How do you guys keep it fun and interesting and different because it can get repetitive? It looks like you're trying to hit it into this little net. What's going on right now? 
Yeah, so DS and Zay got a little um, yardage <laughs> combine competition going, so essentially they're just calling out numbers, <laughs> and they'll both try to hit it to the number, and whoever's closer gets a point, and I'm guessing, I don't know what they're going to, but I think Zay's two down, but she absolutely demolished DS the day before, so DS is getting a little revenge back today. But, but yeah, no, as for your question, um, yeah, we try to keep it as competitive as possible during – you know, rounds and stuff. We'll play matches. You know, we'll do like cart versus cart if we're in foursomes, or we'll play against each other in the cart. Or you know, we'll always do something. We always got something going on. So <laughs> we're not just going out there just to play. We're trying to be competitive as possible, sure. even in the practice. Oh, I can see it in the other DS, Dalton Stevens, assistant yeah. coach. He's like acting like he's happy right now, but he's wanting to win. Uh, oh, hey, yeah, so I you know noticed yesterday watching the video a couple times or a couple dozen times uh you last year your reaction was one of you know somebody that's going by themselves and I think there was a good chance you had a chance as an individual but boy could I tell that you wanted the whole team to go how special is this yeah um going as an individual last year it was fun it was but I I love my teammates I love my team um and I you know I didn't want to go by myself again do I love my coaches and love the fact that I was hanging out with Dr. Lee for you know a little bit more time than usual yes but do I would I much rather have my teammates go especially when school's done like it's not like I can pass the time (laughs) by doing school like it's literally I'm just sitting in the hotel room by myself like it wasn't you know it wasn't fun plus you know I only get so long so much time with these guys and with Lauren leaving you know you want to spend as much time with with them as possible so yeah no I I didn't want this to be the last I didn't want conference to be the last time we all were together and then um, is that a normal ritual uh Camargo like jumping into your arms I mean that was kind of that was kind of awesome (laughs) yeah it almost looked like she knew what she was doing no um (laughs) it's actually funny the only other time that she's done that was when she played really well at SMU and then I I went I ran from the clubhouse to where she had finished up and and I was, you know, hyping her up, whatever, and she, again, jumped into my arms. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is good, Julie. And, uh, she's awesome, but no, it was funny, because I was holding, you could probably tell, I was holding Leo on my right and Huli, and then I got excited, and I was like, yeah, let's go, and then Leo was turned. So I was like, okay, I got to turn to my left, and then Huli and I were just like, ah, and so I jumped, and she just jumps, and I'm like, you know what? This feels right. It's fine. That was an appropriate celebration for the occasion. Exactly. And then, and then, last thing you sort of alluded to it casually, almost like uh, this is a stepping stone to nationals. People would maybe just assume on the outside, hey, they're happy to quote unquote be there. But uh, what's the mentality? It sounds like it quickly went from hey, we're into okay, let's let's make something of this. Of course, yeah. I mean, nobody goes into a tournament excited just to kind of be there unless that's the mindset going in. And Hmm. um, our coaches have done a really good job to just say hey look we're at a home field advantage yet again so let's um make the most of it let's have fun while we do it but I mean we're not stopping anytime soon so uh yeah I think I don't know that any team kind of goes into their season hoping to just make regionals so yeah of course our goal is to go to nationals and then make some noise there so um yeah our coaches have done a really good job of that so all right so if you guys do it I assume uh, you better get ready to uh, grab Hooli again and uh, go from there. Thanks a lot, MG. Yes, I appreciate it. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> now, just being around those ladies yesterday, you realize what a special group it is, and you hear about it, you get to see it in person, and you get to be extremely happy. At the risk of being a little melodramatic, I, as I said on Twitter a couple days back when they were announced, I realize that I get emotional about the games. You hear me on the play-by-play, especially women's basketball, baseball, all of the sports that I call action for soccer. 
volleyball, softball, but I realized the reason why I care so much is I generally love my job and I care about the individuals that I've become friends with, the coaches, the teams. And so it's not so much I live or die by the results or the outcomes. It's just wanting the ones that you cover as part of the sports you follow to have the happiness that goes with an event like this. And Melanie Green is a great example. The junior from New York has had a lot of individual success. Now she gets to enjoy it with her team. Again, the Palm Beach Gardens Regional is next weekend, May 8th through the 10th at the PGA National. Now, this is an interesting recollection. Kennesaw State, who Elise Vidal was a member of for the first three seasons of her college career, and you're going to get a little bit of her life story and, again, something that's happened in her life in the last year that her teammates have rallied around her. I'm sure you're going to hear it in her voice, but she's, you can tell, a really funny character. She was doing the juggle the golf ball on the wedge, and I'm like, nope, not going to try that, and she was almost baiting me going, well, if you want to have strong forearms, I'm like, okay, Elise, I, I see what you're about, yeah, she's really great, well, her team made it to the NCAA tournament and didn't get a chance to advance, along with eight other teams that made the Baton Rouge Regional, but due to severe rain there, they eventually had to cancel it after just a few holes, and the mini controversy was, well, LSU happened to have a slow start, but by their ranking, they were going to advance, and was that part? Anyway, Kennesaw State didn't get the chance to advance. And last year, as a team, they didn't get in, but she did as an individual. So this is actually the first time, weather permitting, knock on wood, that she'll be able to actually play with her teammates in the NCAA tournament. With Elise Vidal, and there was a great reaction by the team, obviously, when they found out they were going to the tournament. You seemed like you were expecting it maybe but still excited what was your reaction inside obviously i was really happy uh, but i kind of knew it i had this feeling i talked to the girls since maybe three days that we're gonna be inside and the location we're gonna have will be tampa i mean florida and the girl was like no we don't care we just want one location i was like you're gonna see it's gonna be florida (laughs) and when it was florida i was like I knew it. I call it. I'm a medium. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a medium. That's oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, and, and maybe for you, was there a little bit of, okay, you've already been to the tournament, so you weren't as nervous? Or were you nervous still for the team, hopeful, you know? Um, I wasn't really nervous. Even if I watched my Apple Watch, my heartbeat was 135. So... I guess I was a little bit that nervous. That means you were nervous. Yeah, um, I've been to regional two times. It's going to be my third time. Mm-hmm. One time with the team at Kennesaw, and last year individually. So it was really important for me because I knew that uh, USF didn't make it since 2012. Right. So it was really important for me to go with the team there, especially my first year as a transfer here. Yeah. Well, the thing about um, 2012 was they knew they were going to go because they won the Big East Conference. The last time they didn't know and they got picked was 2007, so that was a special moment. You know, you've got such a great team and everyone talks about it, but you're experiencing it for the first time. And, of course, the coaching staff is great. Just speak about that part of the experience. The mentality we have in this team is really different than Keneso. And when I came here, I feel that I can be myself Mm -hmm. and I don't have to be someone else. We accept everyone how we are, and the coach are such a good combine, and I'm so happy to be in this team. I mean, they all work hard and such a good person, really here to support me. I lost my dad this year. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. No, you're good. And, and the girls, the team, everyone has been here for me, and 
I cannot have a better place to be. So yeah. Uh, was your was your dad still in in France? Was yeah, your dad? yeah, it was in in France. Yeah. And then um, tell people that's where you're from. Uh, I don't know. I don't. You don't have to tell your entire life sure. story. But when did you move? When did you move to the states? Uh, tell so us about that. I live on in Guadeloupe. It's a French Caribbean island, so okay. it's not in Europe. Okay. Um, I left my island when I had 14 to play for the national team in Paris. Okay. And when I turned 18, I came in the United States. I did. Three years in Kennesaw, unfortunately, I arrived in January. My freshman year was COVID year, so uh-huh. I did only two months. And it's my first year in USF, and next year I'm going to do my fifth year at USF, too. Oh, so you're still going to be around. Yeah, I'm still going to be around. <laughs> Excellent. Well, what were your expectations for? I was talking to Melanie, and she was like, hey, we're, we're happy we're here, but we want to advance. Yeah. We want to go to Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, we are happy to be here, but I feel it's only like it's only the beginning of the tournament. The tournament is really gonna start when we're gonna be there, and and we didn't accomplish our goal to make to regional. Our goal is to go to national, obviously, and be inside the top five because now they are taking thirty. Mm. So yeah, the job is gonna start when we're gonna leave the facility and be on our way there and stay focused. And, and the mission will be accomplished if we're inside the top five. All right. Keep those horns up. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, we threw in that horns up reference because there might have been, and I didn't see it. It's hard to believe, but there might have been another team that was selected for that Palm Beach Regional that saw South Florida's name come up and did the horns down. Can you imagine reacting like that? Like not just being happy about your own team getting in, but having to. Anyway. Maybe they were referring to Texas. Horns up. Now on to our last, for now anyway, interview. And Leo, a sophomore from Portugal. First of all, she, and you'll hear what she says about Melanie Green, has been such a beloved member of the team, not just for her golfing, but, you know, we talked about the Stampede of Champions. Well, last year, Leo was essentially nominated for every award for on and off the field of play that you can be because of her spunk and her spirit. And she just got me fired up the way she carries herself. And I'm not just talking about her helping to pronounce her name properly. All five of them. Maria, Leonor, Calado, Martins, Medeiros. <laughs> Leonor, Medeiros. Yes, very oh, good, well, very good. Now that I've got that out of the way, now can we talk about golf? Very yeah, good. Okay. You're, uh, before we get into the season and your time here, the reaction video was one of my favorite videos I've ever seen because it was so special and the meaning of it. Uh, you were right there up near the top of the list as far as best reactions. Were you halfway certain that it was going to happen? And when you saw the name? Okay, so first I just want to say I told my team yesterday and I told them, listen, I can't stop watching this video. Like, I couldn't have had a more authentic reaction. That was very genuine, very authentic. It was just what I was feeling in the moment. And I told them, listen, I will be watching this video with my family when I'm old, and I will remember this moment, this day, these people, and that's just very special. Hmm. And like I said, it was just a very authentic reaction. I mean, like... It was, I wasn't, no, I wasn't certain that we were going to make it. We thought we could be the last team making it, but we never know because rankings had come out mm-hmm. Tuesday that nobody knew about them. Oh, good. Right? So, Golfstat <laughs> uh, was actually updated, not for us, just for the committee. And um, so, we didn't know if anything changed Tuesday. We knew that we were in the bubble. We knew that we were those last teams that could make it. So, just, I mean, we had been talking about this for a while. 
uh, we worked really, really hard for these, and uh, it's just really cool to see it come together. And I told, like, before the selection show, I told my team, guys, I just can't wait for our name to actually be, actually be on the screen and us just celebrating together. It's very special to do this with this group. You know, it's funny because, you know, I'm a few years older than you, maybe a few decades, <laughs> and I've always been a, a college sports fan, NCAA tournament. I know about selection shows and brackets. I'm guessing there's nothing like that. Is, is it Portugal or any, yeah. I mean, World Cup, you know you're getting in. Yeah, you just, exactly. I mean, when did you start to get the concept of, oh, the nervousness of watching this show and uh, what's your experience with it? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, definitely we don't have anything back home. And I mean, it was just throughout the end of this semester when we knew we were getting closer and closer to the number and we right. had, we, like, we did what we had to do. We had rounds where we knew that we really needed to put it together. We really needed to come off with a great round, and we did it. And that's what great teams do. So um, yeah, we don't have anything like this back home. And uh, um, I, yeah, I was very nervous. I was very nervous, and I just wanted to celebrate with my team. I mean, I love USF. I love my teammates. I'm very grateful for all of these. And like I said earlier, it's just really, really cool to do it with this group and representing USF. That's very interesting. Uh, now, you have friends. Everybody on uh, the team is your friend. But when MG was off doing solo events, you know, big-time events, uh, tell people what your relationship with her was. Oh, yeah, no, me and MG, we have the greatest relationship ever. She's my best friend. I'm so grateful for her. And, uh, you know, I've been supporting her like she has been supporting me. And, uh, yeah, I'm always very happy for her. She, I tell her, we're teammates, we're best friends, but she's my idol. And then um, you mentioned it, of uh, being in events and knowing that you had to come up with a certain score or finish in a certain spot. Um, that's really imp important to know because you're going to have that big time going on next weekend. So yes. what is your mentality as a team? I know you know that top five is going to do it. Do you, do you aim for number one? Yeah. Do you go out hot? What do you yeah. think is going to happen? No, I mean, we're going out there. This was a great moment, right? We're all very happy, but we have work to do, and we know that. You can see us here at practice um, working hard. And I mean, our goal is to end in the top five. We are in a very strong region. The teams are very strong, but that's how the NCAs are. Right. And uh, our goal, we're going to do what we've been doing the whole season. We're not going to be thinking on score. Like, we are going to do our work, and then we'll see at the end, right? Um, we know we're capable. I mean, we finished top five every tournament we played, right? Like about just about that, and and uh, that's that's gonna be our mentality. Keep doing what we've been doing. We know we can do it. We know it's hard, but we we're here working, and we'll give ourselves chances. Oh, I'm so excited now. Almost as excited as yesterday. Let's repeat it next week. Thank yes, you. Yes. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. Go Bulls.